This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today, I'm talking to Meg of Meg Marie Photography. She helps business owners overcome fear and build their confidence so that they can build a brand that they are excited to show off. She shares with us how she personally overcame fear to get where she is today as a brand photographer. And you guys, her story is so good and so relatable. Something that I really love about this interview is that she not only tells us her best tips and tricks for brand photography, but she also tells us her inspiring story and her struggle to find her purpose, which she finally found in the Philippines. Let's dive into this interview with Meg. Meg, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Logan. Excited to be here. So before we jump into branding questions, I always like to start with the same question. How did you find your way to photography? Well, my photography journey started about five years ago or so, and maybe six now. I was at a place in my life where I was feeling a little bit lost and frustrated because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew there was like something more out there for me, and it was really important to find work that I really, really loved, but I didn't know what that was. I had tried to go back to school, but then dropped out. I've had 27 different jobs in my life. So I bounced around a lot and actually my first business failed and I was just feeling very lost. And I decided, well, one thing I know for sure is I love traveling and I would just love to find a way to travel. And so I did. I convinced my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, to move abroad to Taiwan to teach Oh my English. gosh. <laughs> yeah. So my journey started in Taiwan and that's where I discovered photography. I bought my first Nikon camera there with the intention to capture my travels and didn't know it at the time, but the universe had way bigger plans for me with that camera. <laughs> and funny enough, as I was learning, you know, what do you do? You go on YouTube, you're like, how do I use this thing? How do I shoot in manual mode? And I came across Cole's classroom. So this is where my story goes like full circle. It's crazy that I'm here today because Cole's classroom was one of the first resources I had and support and mentorship that I got to really start my business and start to learn everything about photography. And it got me really interested in the business part, which I originally had no intention of starting a business, but I just fell in love with just the craft of photography. I think we can all relate, but I remember this one day when I was traveling over in Philippines with my husband and I was just exploring the city. I was out for a jog and I ran across these two boys riding on a bicycle together and something about their energy just stopped me in my tracks. I just really wanted to capture their portrait. I had started to be really drawn to capturing the different people I was meeting around the world. And I captured their portrait, showed on the back of my iPhone, and they immediately just lit up with pride. They got so excited, Aww. huge grins. And like, I'll just, I just never will forget that moment. It's really stands out to me because 
it was one of many moments I just fell in love with portrait photography and helping people feel confident and really have that pride within themselves. So that's how I started. (laughs) You gave me the chills. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, and you know, there's so many more moments like that. I'm sure all the photographers listening can relate with our clients where we just see them light up and they're just, they just see these photos of themselves and they just see themselves in a whole new way. And that's really what I fell in love with. One of the reasons my first business failed is because I was really passionate for my work. I was a personal trainer and a yoga teacher and my clients loved me. I got great results, but I didn't know the business side of how to run a business. I didn't know how to market myself, how to brand myself. I had no idea like sales, any of that. So this time when I found this passion of photography, I'm like, I am going to do everything it takes to learn how to run a business because I knew that's what I needed to do to be successful. I love it. A a lot of photographers that first start out, I know will jump into it and don't really think about the business side of it because they might not be thinking they're going to do this as a living, but it is so important to learn the business side of things, especially because if you're going into photography, you might not have a business background. Like I I was a teacher just like you. (laughs) Yeah, Learning those business, just all of the stuff related to business is so, so important. Yeah. I mean, we're creatives. Like we don't get into this work because we're, we know numbers and sales and how to run a business, (laughs) but it's just like a really important part. And so, you know, resources like Cole's Classroom and just so many mentors I've had over the years, courses I did really supported me in building my confidence in, in running a business. And yeah, (laughs) I can totally relate to that. So I want to ask you about something that I saw on your website. It mentioned that you are you were terrified of being the face of your business. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you got over that fear? Absolutely. So again, when we start as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have the intention to do our passion and this craft that we love, but we don't realize that we are going to have to be the face of our business. <laughs> and so... As I started, I came back from living abroad and I just remember I was 100% committed. I decided I'd have no plan B. This would be my only plan A would be my photography business. I was going to give it my all, but I quickly realized, oh, I have to like start a Facebook group. I have to do my Instagram. I have to say I own a business. I have to put myself out there and who am I to do that? So I got the whole imposter syndrome and it's just not easy. You know, even in in my own journey of confidence and being a woman, I've had to overcome a lot of just personal negativity. And I used to have a lot of hatred towards my body. And I really struggled with that, especially in the industry I was in as a personal trainer. I got to a really unhealthy place at one point. And how I really built my confidence from my lowest point to now is just a lot of little baby steps, just taking action when I didn't feel ready. You know, I remember the first time I launched my Facebook page, my business page, and it felt like such a big deal. And now, you know, I'm like on Instagram stories all the time and talking to the camera and it's no big deal, but it took me a long time to get to that point. So just little baby steps, like putting out those first few blogs, showing up, making those three posts on Instagram a week, uh, eventually talking on stories behind the camera. And then, you know, eventually I felt ready to turn the camera towards me. And 
honestly, photography, getting on camera myself, doing my own brand shoots has been very, very healing for my own confidence, my own journey, um, because every time we get on camera and we practice, it gets a little bit easier, right? Like we get more comfortable in front of the camera, the more we practice. And, and I just, I ended up starting to really enjoy photo shoots now. It's like a celebration where I remember the first brand shoot I did, the photographer was so talented and amazing, but I just, I didn't feel confident and it showed in the photos. I was kind of stiff and it didn't feel like me. So that's one of the reasons I just really love what I get to do now, helping other entrepreneurs in this, in this realm of branding, just really unlock that confidence in front of the camera. So there's so many tricks, you know, to do that we can talk about and get into, but just reminding yourself, you know, it's not about you when you're on camera People aren't looking for your flaws. People aren't looking and searching for the worst parts of you like we do to ourselves when we see a picture. People are attracted to your energy and and really your mission and that purpose that you have. So that is what I focus on. I just remind myself it's not about me. It's about the message and the impact I can make through my work and just do it. You just got to take little baby steps and then it does, it does get easier over time as you put yourself out there. I love that. And you just gave me the chills for a second time already. And we're only about five (laughs) minutes in. (laughs) I love it. This is great. Lots of chills. So what got you into branding sessions? So I remember the first, so when I actually started, I came home from Taiwan. I'm like, I'm doing my business. I'm all in. And of course, I I also had a day job at that point because I had to make a living too. (laughs) Um, But I was taking anything. And my intention was to do weddings. I thought for sure I'm going to be a wedding photographer. I really thought it was the the best fit for me because I love love people. I love both sides of the wedding day, how you can kind of capture some candidates, but also posing and getting creative. Um, But my friend, my really good friend had a business. A marketing business. And she asked me one day, Hey Meg, can you like capture some photos for my business? We could go to a couple locations and I can just get some photos from my website, social media. I'm like, sure, that sounds fun. So I did it. It was like a four hour photo shoot. I remember I charged her $200 and we had so much fun. And those photos, once she started really sharing those online, so many people asked her, wow, I love your photos. Where'd you get those done? And her business started really blowing up because she was just putting herself out in this new confident way that she hadn't done before. You know, she was always talented at what she did, but now she was, the image of her was really uh, electric and just magnetizing. So That's how it started was a single photo shoot. And I just kept getting more referrals after that. And I realized how much I loved doing the branding sessions. And I'm like, hmm, there's something here. Like people need this, especially, you know, honestly everywhere. But where I live in San Diego, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, and a lot of my friends, just my peer group had businesses. So I was really um, already kind of in the network and... I just decided to go for it because I really, really loved it. It felt really aligned for me. I love that. And obviously it has worked out very well for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and getting my first clients, referrals, of course, but then I started going to a lot of networking groups. That's a great way to find brand clients because uh, there's so many business owner 
in networking groups out there in every single city. And most of the people there need brand photography. Mm-hmm. So kind of on the topic of that very, that very first session, I know a lot of photographers love the idea of offering a branding session, but have no idea where to start. Can you give us some tips for doing those first few sessions? Yes. With brand photography, a big difference between other types of photography, because I've done it all. I've done newborn, family, wedding, (laughs) maternity, all of it. The big difference is the planning that really goes into the session. If you want to really get results your clients are going to love, that are going to be aligned with their brand and really feel like them, it's important that you take time before the session to sit down with them. We always start with a brand questionnaire. I send my clients and it has about like 12 or 15 questions on there. Some of the questions are like, what do you do? Tell me your elevator pitch and how you stand out in your industry and just getting to know their business. Another question I love is how do you, what are five adjectives that really sum up your brand and how you want the images to feel? And that's really helpful as creatives and photographers because we can be like, oh, okay, they want calm, stillness, spiritual, relaxing versus a brand who says, I want bold and fierce and vibrant. So just that question alone can really help us start to paint the picture of the feel of their images. And yeah, we go through the questionnaire. So I send that out. We have a meeting that's about 90 minute planning session because my shoots are full days. I love to do like a six hour photo shoot and just get a lot of content on one day. Um, It's not for everybody. I know, I know some other brand photographers who love like the two or three hour shoot and going to two locations. I like to go to like four to five. So we have our planning session, we go through the questionnaire and I kind of get ideas from the client. Sometimes I get people who are really more established in their brand and they already know what they want. They're very creative and they're like, Hey, these are the locations I want to go to. I've seen your work. And then other times I'll get clients who have no idea. They're like, I don't know where to start. Can you help me? And so with those clients, you know, I'll show them old, you know, client galleries I have, or we'll go on Pinterest or Instagram accounts that they follow and love. And we'll just try to kind of put the pieces together of locations, a list of key shots they want and need for their brand and their website, and then any props they want to bring. And then lastly, wardrobe is a hot topic. And I just, I do have a style guide I've created over time with just some tips, but I also do love to refer the client out to work with like a stylist or a makeup artist or a hair person. And that alone really helps build their confidence if they at least book for women hair and makeup. It's really magical. That helps so much with just feeling good and confident on camera and the client gets to relax. So I just educate them on all these things. We make a plan for the day and it's and then it's done and then on the photo shoot day we have the plan we know the locations we're going to they know the outfits they're wearing and it's a lot of fun i think i need to come to san diego and book a session <laughs> yes girl yes yeah and i'm very blessed you know in san diego we get like sun 300 days a year (laughs) or more, probably more. But, and so I'm very lucky, but also I really love renting spaces. So this is a great tip for your listeners. If you're wanting to get into brand photography, especially if you're in an area where, you know, seasonal winter shoots aren't always possible to do outside, there's a lot of resources like Airbnb and also peerspace.com where you can go on and peerspace.com is like the Airbnb for photo shoots. 
Um, so you can rent them like these beautiful spaces. Sometimes it's people's homes or sometimes it's studio spaces for photographers or lifestyle lofts that are already decorated and the client can rent that. Um, or you can make it, you know, part of your offer where you give them a credit and that's included in the price. And then you can have this beautiful indoor space with natural lighting to get great brand shots. So there's lots of, lots of little tricks in the industry. <laughs> yeah. So one of the best things that we can do as photographers is be confident. And we've talked a little bit about this, but I feel like our confidence spills over to the session and to our clients. So what advice do you have for someone to be more confident in themselves and also during sessions? Yes. Confidence is key. So that's actually my brand promise is that I help my clients unlock camp confidence on camera and magnetize their brand. And that's what people want. You know, 95% of people do not feel confident on camera. They feel awkward. They're nervous. So as photographers, it's, it's really our job to, to be the expert, to be the authority in our industry. And when we get on that first sales call with them to really help them feel confident in their vision and their brand that yes, they are ready for this, that, you know, yes, this will a hundred percent help their brand and business grow and really take off. If they start to really put themselves out in a new way and be seen, that's what a lot of um, brands are missing. The personal brand touch is they're not putting enough pictures of themselves out. And I'm gonna call photographers out who are listening to this because we need to be, we are a personal brand. What we do is so vulnerable and personable when we are, when we are pointing a camera at someone. So we really need to work on that relationship and building the connection even before the photo shoot and throughout the shoot. And part of that is I believe every minimum, every five photos you post on Instagram should be a photo of you. That's my rule, minimum. So every five or more, two out of five should be a photo of you, uh, just introducing yourself. And it, it really starts there and just getting on camera more ourselves as photographers. And then when it comes to our clients, you know, Part of it with brand photography is the planning session. You know, that builds so much confidence in them because they know the plan, they know you care, and you can kind of address any concerns they have. Like I always ask my clients from the very first call we get on, I call it connection call, but the sales call, I always ask them, how confident on camera do you feel? Have you ever had a brand session before? And just asking that question and listening to what comes out you're going to learn a lot about your client and how you can help them. Maybe they don't feel confident and you can help build their confidence by letting them know, well, Hey, it's my job to help pose and direct you and to help you plan this whole photo shoot. You're not alone. I'm going to be there. I have lots of tricks to help you get out of your head. We can play music on the shoot. I'll tell you corny jokes. Just just really reassuring them that you, you got their back. And like, if you see that they're awkward and stiff, you're going to tell them to shake it out. We're going to reset. Another thing I love to let my clients know, I know this is controversial as well as a photographer in the photography industry, but I show my clients the back of the camera constantly throughout the photo shoot. And I let them know this before they book me because I want them to know, you know, I want you to be happy with the photos. Like that's my number one goal. Although I am a creative and I have ideas, this isn't about me. It's about you and you need to really love the photos at the end of the day. So 
that's one little trick I love to do. And it really builds confidence when you get some beautiful photos of them and you show them the camera, they're like, oh my gosh, that's me. <gasps> wow. And you can just see them light up. And, and then there's the other side of it where maybe they look at it and they're not getting excited and you're like, and then you can just ask them, what don't you like? What don't you like in this photo? And maybe it's just the angle or the pose they're in, or they didn't like, they don't like that outfit, how it's looking on camera. So, okay, let's, let's change. Let's do the other outfit. It's just communication. If I have to narrow it all down to one word, like building confidence, it's communication with your client. I actually love that you show them the back of the camera because during family sessions, I try to stay away from it just because if the kids see me showing that to mom or dad, they <laughs> will ask a million times to see the back of the camera. <laughs> but I can totally see where that would really give someone more confidence in a brand session where if they see that photo of themselves, I can see them being like, oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> so I, I totally get why you do that. Yeah, exactly. And I think like we need to kind of put our egos aside sometimes as photographers mm -hmm. and remember that at the end of the day, if the client doesn't love their photos and they're not posting every single one and tagging you, what is the point? Like they're wasting money. You're wasting your time. So I want the client to like the photos. So it's okay to get feedback. It's okay. If the client says, I just don't like that because this, okay, well, what would make it better? What, what was your vision? And, and it's, I think that's a big difference with brand photography compared to, of course, families and weddings. You don't have time to do that. You really don't have time to stop and look at the camera. Right. Uh, time is of the essence. But with brand photography, it's much more communication and more of a collaboration with the client. Because a big difference we have to remember too, brand photography is the only photography industry, well, and commercial if you put those together. But what I do is more just like personal branding for smaller brands one-on-one. It's B2B, it's business owner to business owner versus, you know, wedding and family. Those are, that's a consumer industry. So B2B, you know, they're there because they need the right photos that's going to help their business make money. And they're willing to invest in that if they get the right photos. So it's just more communication on that level, like really open communication. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely different, even more different now that we've talked about it than I thought from <laughs> family photography. And I've been, you know, a photographer for three years now, and I do mostly family photography and I actually have my own branding session coming up, but just hearing you talk how about the difference between the two and how, you know, you really work with your clients because it is for their business. It's just much different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so much fun though. Oh my gosh. I hope I'm not making it sound like it's a lot of work. It is, but it's so much fun. Like, I can't tell you, I went back and forth for like a year or two about if I should step away from weddings. Cause I, I really love weddings as well. And it was hard for me to make that decision. But at the end of the day, I realized like this was my zone of genius. Like when I'm doing a brand photography session, one-on-one -on -one with someone and just really going deep and connecting for six hours with that person, not to mention like the planning that goes into it. It's just like, it's amazing. I don't know. I just feel for me, it's, it comes more naturally to work with someone one-on-one -on -one and I really, really love it. So if someone's listening to this and wondering how to start their journey into brand photography, because I think that's kind of what holds up a lot of people is not knowing where to start. What would you recommend for our listeners to do first to make that a kind of leap or maybe they just want to test the waters of brand photography? 
Yes, that's a great question. Well, I always say, don't overthink it. Just take imperfect action. Like, like I said, that's going to build your confidence. It's just saying, uh, putting it out there. I am now offering brand photography sessions. And I'm sure we've all done this where we've done free sessions or just a discounted session for maybe one to three clients so we can build our portfolio. That's okay to do too, because that takes the pressure off. And I definitely did that in the beginning. It takes the pressure off needing to charge or needing to be perfect in the session. So I do recommend that, but making sure you have a limit, like no more than like three free or discounted sessions, and then you need to you know raise your price. But yeah, I do have some great resources available too for your audience. I am a mentor and educator for brand photographies. I have a Facebook group and I have a free resource, a survey I created, curious about brand photography to see if it would be right for you. And there are some more tips on there about steps to getting started, which include like networking groups. That's a great way to dip your toes into brand photography. If you go to a networking group with lots of entrepreneurs, you're going to definitely connect with people who need photos. Can you tell us a little bit more about your Facebook group? Yes. So the Facebook, it's a free community. I call it the brand photographer tribe on Facebook. And it's honestly growing. It's really, really been a very supportive group of community. There's a lot of brand photographers a part of it and people just pop in there. They ask questions. I usually do about one live a week, like just a little mini lesson on a topic or a question someone's asked in the group. And yeah, it's a great place to check out if you're kind of dipping your toes in and you're wanting to get more information about the industry because we have a lot of talented brand photographers in there who have been doing it a while. And we'll definitely link that on the find your focus podcast page. So if you go to colesclassroom.com backslash find your focus, you'll be able to find all the links that we're talking about right now. But if our listeners want to follow you, um, besides in your Facebook group, can you tell us where they can find you on social media? Yes. I hang out on the, on the gram, Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I spend most of my life. No, just kidding. Kind of, but it is at Meg Marie photo with underscore. So Meg underscore Marie underscore photo. Perfect. Well, thank you, Meg, so much for all of the great information on branding sessions. Thank you, Logan. I really appreciate this. Like I said, full circle for me because Cole's Classroom was a huge support when I first started my business. I was a member for about at least six months. And I that's what gave me, built my confidence in my skills to really get to where I am now in my business. I love it. And I didn't even know that when I had reached out to you for this interview. So that makes it even, even more special. (laughs) Yes. So thank you very much. This is a treat. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the find your focus podcast with Cole's classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.